Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Wham Show, the only weekly tech news show where tech news is more of a side dish. <laughs> but we have some delicious sides today. AMD Big Navi is coming, and it actually yeah. looks like pretty good. Looks pretty good. I'm, uh, should I let AMD get me excited about graphics? Because, like... Why not? What, what, what do you mean, why Team not? Red TV? What do you mean, why not? Because Team Red? Team Red is... Team Red it's, TV, yeah. it's so hot. It's so hot, it burned me so many I times. Thinking, I was thinking, you know how I do Pokemon computers? Y yes. I was thinking Charmander. You're thinking Char... You had a Charmander before already. That's You can't reuse the Pokemon. There's like 8 billion Pokemon I, I now. You don't, yeah, but only Gen 1 matters. No, I don't even uh, want to hear I, about I, it. No, no, forget it. Intel <laughs> officially reveals more Rocket Lake details. There's more Rocket Lake details. Hopefully they're good details. Otherwise, oh boy, big trouble. What else we got? Oculus Quest 2 was jailbroken. Get freaking wrecked. Um, there's also, oh, okay, this note is in there. There was like oh, bounties. <laughs> there was bounties and they were placed by Palmer. Lucky, which is hilarious. Um, but <laughs> oh my different, different God. That's also, 10,000 PPI display. Has been what? Developed. A 10,000 PPI <laughs> display? You don't have a 10,000 PPI. That is so much PPI. You have no idea how much PPI I have. You'd be amazed <laughs> at my PP. You sent you I sent the intro, PPI so it's too late. Computer and he didn't, he didn't rate it. So, I don't know. Impossible to tell. Apparently that computer is working again. Oh. Yeah. Uh, PewDiePie dropped into, uh, or I don't know, someone who works for him, some, someone from the official actual handle dropped into one of uh, one of my live streams a little while ago and was like, oh, hey, by the way, the Creeper PC is working now. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then they never replied again. And I was like, Vanished. okay, maybe that was actually Felix. Maybe that then. was him. <laughs> yeah. Because if it was like a subordinate, they probably would have hung around for a little bit and like interacted. Yeah. Why don't we jump right into Big Navi? Because that is the big, the big, yes. big energy this week. Uh, AMD has finally... I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is. AMD yeah. has finally revealed their first add-in graphics cards featuring their RDNA 2 technology. Big Navi really is way more fun to say, though. RDNA 2 is the same graphics technology that is to be found in the upcoming next-generation consoles, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series S and Series X. But uh, obviously, these are the high-end PC versions, and it looks like, at least on the surface, they are going to absolutely mop the floor with the console versions as long as you've got the money to pay to play because they ain't going to be cheap. Although, with no. what NVIDIA's done with high-end graphics card pricing over the last uh, five years or so, I mean, hey, $1,000 for a graphics card? That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? What a great deal. It's all about what you're used to, right? It's what you're used to. So the lineup is the Radeon RX 6800, which AMD says will be faster than an RTX 3070 at 579, and the 3070 is around 499. That, uh... Hmm, that is probably going to be the least competitive in the lineup. It's got 60 compute units, 1.8 gigahertz game clock, 2.1 gig boost. So if you're water cooling, you might get ooh, a fair bit more performance. And 16 gigs of GDDR6 yeah. non-X. And that is a 250 watt card. 
Then if you step up to the XT, honestly, the 6800 and 6800 XT sound so different in performance that it kind of surprises me that it's not like a 6700, 6800 move. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have done the XT moniker thing. I strongly agree with that. It's not It's not like, oh, this, like, yeah, it's, it's not a, a little bump. It's very significant. It's still 16 gigs of GDDR6, so no GDDR6X like NVIDIA's been using and no HBM memory, which AM, poor AMD, like try, it's been it's been hilarious for the AMD fanboys. Like how to identify an AMD fanboy, okay? Over the last few years, well, Nvidia doesn't even have HBM memory. And like, how how much do they know about HBM, and how much do they care about HBM? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It's the the they doesn't matter. The price, performance, and power consumption suck. So the, the HBM memory is like okay good for you so hbm memory is nowhere to be found which is probably how they're managing to do 649 for what they're saying is a 3080 competitor so they're undercutting nvidia by about 50 bucks here it's got 72 cus two gigahertz game clock like this thing is going to be way faster than the 6800 then this i have no idea like had you heard any credible rumor about a 6900 xt no, anything. Not at all. I, I I strongly did not believe, and I was very wrong, clearly. I strongly did not believe they were gonna come out being able to compete at the high end at all. And I believe I even said that like a month ago. Oh, probably. On, on WAN. And there's no way that I would have challenged you on it, but I was not only surprised that we got a legitimate well we're going to get, we hope, we're gonna be getting legitimate high-end offerings from AMD's Radeon division. Not only that, but they managed to surprise me entirely with a top-of-the-line 6900 XT. This one's got 80 versus 72 compute units for the 6800. Two gigahertz game clock, 16 gigs GDDR6 again. And they are claiming roughly equivalent performance to the RTX 3090, but undercutting it by $500. Now, part of that difference in price is obviously going to be that the RTX 3090 comes with significantly more expensive GDDR6 memory and a lot more of it. But, I mean, hey, we said this about HBM memory, didn't we? And HBM2 after that. Your fancy memory ain't going to do you much good if you don't got the performance. So Yeah, and and also, like, the, 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 the 3090s, as much as... Nvidia's branding around like workstation, non-workstation cards is is confusing and misleading constantly. But the 3090 is like technically more positioned for non-gamers. Yep. I and know. it feels like the 6900 XT isn't. This feels like it's straight up gamer department. Straight up gamer. And I mean, as much as Nvidia might position things as not for gamers, they send very it mixed messages. Is. Yeah, they send very yeah, mixed messages. Absolutely. You know what's funny though? The only reason that we want any 3090s, like we are actually I didn't buy it at first. I was like, what do you mean the 3080 is the flagship? Obviously, we're going to do all of our showcase builds with 3090s. But I've actually kind of bought into the whole 3080 is the top of the line and 3090 is like ridiculous now because it just is not enough more performance for how much more expensive it is. Like it's it also not like doesn't exist. Yeah, and it also doesn't exist. Speaking and about sorry, go for it. I was just going to say the only thing that we're even considering using one for internally is for very, very large video editing projects. All the editing yeah. work editors, they want 3090s. 
And then even the people who told me they were going to buy 3090s, even when they knew it was $1,500, uh, David's one of them at work. He was like, after he saw the performance results, he was like, nah, I'm just going to get 3080. There you go. De so, De hold on, hold on, hold that thought. Deadly in Flow Plane Chat says 3090 is Titan. No, 3090 is no. not Titan. Yeah. I made it very clear in our review that the 3090 is not Titan. It costs as much as a Titan, so I can see why you're confused. But it's not a Titan because it doesn't have any of the Titan driver optimizations. It's just a really fast gaming card. Boom. All right. So uh, you were talking earlier about how it, it seemed weird that the 6800 got the um, got the XT moniker. Yeah. And they're like so different. Yeah. What What is interesting to me is how similar, while, while still being quite different, sure, but how similar the 6800 XT and the 6900 XT are. In terms of spec. Yeah. 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 There's like only everything's the same except for compute units. There's only eight Whereas, more compute units. Yeah. Which is like, that's great. But like almost everything else is different for the yes. 6800 to 6800 XT. Yep. Like they're incredibly different cards. 12 more compute units, higher game clocks. I mean, okay, other than that, they're very similar. Higher power higher consumption, wattage. though. Yep. So like almost everything is the same except for the memory. Now let's talk features. All the new GPUs support DirectX 12 Ultimate, including direct storage. So direct storage for the uninitiated is that thing that I put my foot in my mouth over a while back where I was making fun of the PlayStation 5's SSD. Okay, okay, it's not quite the same thing. Sony's implementation is likely slightly different, but- You're treading on dangerous ground there for a second. <laughs> the underlying hardware is obviously a, a big navy, okay? So yes, Sony's software implementation isn't direct storage, which is TM Microsoft, but it's basically functionally the same thing. So it allows the- um, the GPU to have direct access to the main system storage. So it'll support variable rate shading and ray tracing via what AMD is calling ray accelerators, not to be confused with um, RT cores. Okay, <laughs> those are built into each compute unit. Now, AMD also will apparently have a take on DLSS upscaling. They're going to be calling it super resolution, not to be confused with virtual super resolution, which is AMD's up sampling technology. That's a little annoying. Okay. Uh, how hard Nothing is it more. to come up with like a brand for this kind of stuff? You know? Yeah. Apparently very hard. Maybe try to not call it the same thing. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, what, what, what's your, what's your feel? Oh, what's my the, feel what's is. The, what's the vibe? I'm so, okay. Part? So I'm going to tell us, I'm, let's do story time. Mine is story time. Sure. I yeah. remember when AMD launched Polaris. Polaris was their big like Radeon is back. Yeah, we're going to stop we're going to stop re-releasing the same graphics card with a new name over and over and over again. This is going to be awesome. When they launched Polaris, they had a big event, like everyone and their dog was there. They actually sponsored a video from me which usually is an indication of one of two things. It either indicates things are going really well or that things are going really not as well. Um, and I had actually read it based on the amount of buzz from AMD people as things are going really well and they just wanted to like make a big splash. And, um, and, and that was actually the video where Raja Kaduri, uh, dropped the card, yeah. which was yeah. very funny. That pretty much Legendary. made that video. I loved yeah. it. Um, anyway, I remember showing up and like the big AMD is back moment 
aside from pricing, it was very price competitive. So that was good until pricing like basically went up with the 500 series and then way up during the mining craze. But that's a whole different thing. We won't talk about that. Um, they're big like we're back in the high end was like a crossfire slide where they were like, yeah, dual 470s or dual 480s or whatever was on it. It's like very yeah. competitive with NVIDIA's like card that's actually good on the high end. <laughs> um and like Crossfire supported on like lots of motherboards, uh, and they so, were tr they were trying to brag about Crossfire quality at that time as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How that worked out for them? Bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so my problem is that AMD has disappointed me and hyped me up so many times, and even like that wasn't that long ago. Like, there's people that are still Raja's not there, but there's people still at AMD who worked with me on that event, and I was like. And like to this... be clear, just something to add in here, because I, I know there's going to be people like me um, that enjoy pointing out that it's not just AMD that does that. It's happened with NVIDIA. It's happened with Intel. It's happened with basically everybody. It's happened a lot with AMD, and it's happened over the years. It wasn't like centralized at one point. Yes. AMD has been disappointing me for as long as I've been making tech videos. So it's like... Uh, well before actually if we go if we go really far back yeah, yeah. so that's we my that's my problem you know that's why i have a really but, hard time with this but fine go but go these look kind of awesome they do look kind of awesome but they always do this okay so here's where it could go wrong here's where it could go wrong the drivers okay. could be buggy yeah. and flaky like we experienced with the 5700 series speaking of disappointments that weren't very long ago um they have gotten better since then but at launch they just shouldn't have launched at that time like at launch they were not good uh so the drivers also could be continued bad. continued driver support is is often a little bit more rough on that side and they seem yep. to prioritize like weird features that i don't think anyone really cares about and then kind of um yeah like half-ass it and then they're not and competitive on stuff that matters like that video adds, encoding yeah. Yes, um, yes. so disappointments, uh, another disappointment could be features. So they've like got an answer to everything from NVIDIA, but they've had an answer to a lot of NVIDIA's tech, uh, like, uh, like shadow play, for example, for a long time, but it's so who cares? Um, so that's another way that it could disappoint. Um, another way it could disappoint is so far, everything that I've seen in the slides is like, uh, you know, average FPS. As far as I know, that's uh, here. Hold on, let me pull up these images. Yeah, all they're showing is frames per second, which I would have to assume yeah. is average frames per second. Um, it could be terrible when it comes to like 99th percentile minimums, and it could Dips, be really yeah. stuttery. Yeah, so it could be a stuttery mess. Um, you know, not actually effectively running at that level of smoothness. Um, but also, you know, AMD's recent swagger on the CPU side of things has been mostly based on measuring things the way that the tech press likes to measure it, not just kind of like making up their own metrics for things and saying, yay, we're competitive. <laughs> Go AMD, stonks. <laughs> you know, like it's been, <laughs> it's been better than that for the most part. Yeah. I'm going to let AMD am... into my heart one more time. I, th I think you'd do it more than once. I think <laughs> if they disappointed you this time, I think you'd do it again. But I, I am feeling pretty good about this. They they have been on an uptrend overall um, for quite a while now. And we've been kind of waiting for GPU to catch up. 
Yes, so we have. So hopefully this is it. I think if you if you just buy off the hop, I I think no matter what the scenario, I think no matter what the brand, you're taking a risk. Um, I would still definitely wait for reviews. I would also uh, I would also wait. Um, we saw this with three thousand series. I would I would also wait for for user reviews as well. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Because even the professional reviewers, it's a sample size of you know dozens. Right. And there's there's some brute force style testing that you can't really do. Yes. Um, like compatibility and like that's testing. Compatibility testing, yep. uh, like weird settings in specific games, yep. um, weird resolution combinations, like a, f a few things like that that just probably aren't going to get tested. Yep. That's part of the reason why we've always suggested looking at a variety of reviewers. Absolutely. Um, and and that that also ties into user reviews. So I would be cautious but excited. Yeah, this looks awesome. I'm stoked. I'm really happy to have them back up. Uh, there's been all these memes, like there's a meme of uh, uh, Lisa Sue dressed up as the Reaper and like Intel's door is already like knocked down. Uh, and then they're like knocking on Nvidia's door. It's cool. I like it. I like the, I like the, the, the energy. I'm happy competition is coming. Intel had their day. Um, now it's time for NVIDIA to hopefully get wrecked. Uh, that would be very, very healthy and good for the PC environment. So I hope they do it. I'm also excited to see just like full out Team Red computers. I think that's really cool. And something we haven't seen in a way that I would say is legitimately in quite a long time. Have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen this, but that's amazing. Only 426 people have seen this so far, but we can, uh, I, I can post this in the chat if you guys want to go enjoy it for yourselves. This is fantastic. Basically, this this already existed, but uh, yeah. Anyway, you know what? It doesn't it doesn't matter. Let's just, we can put we can put that away for now. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, lots lots of lots of AMD memes these days. I one, one of the say, slaps that they did was out of stock. We are definitely yet to see how many yeah, of these cards are going to be available. Let's wait and see. Because um, with all the excitement around gaming in general right now, guys, like remember, it's like not just Techtober. It's like new console launch Techtober. And new console launch means lots of exciting games coming. Cyberpunk. How many tens of thousands of people are going to be upgrading their gaming PCs for Cyberpunk 2077? Like, yeah, and it's and it's many. and it's COVID Techtober too. Oh yeah, people oh, are yeah. knowing they're going to be stuck inside over the winter way more than they normally are. All that pent up demand, and now, they're they're ready to they're ready to do stuff. One thing I don't have any demand for is AMD graphics cards in my workstations. Am I wrong to think that? OpenCL, uh, like what I, I OpenCL? I don't think so. Well, because generally. Um, okay, for one, yeah, it's probably just gonna be worse. But also, generally, you've you've usually stayed a gen back, haven't you, for stability reasons? Um, you know what? I know you're talking about thirty nineties right now, but like, isn't that a thing? Usually, we've stayed a gen back on CPU and GPU. Um, we are talking about going thirty ninety, and the reason for it is just that there's nothing current gen that makes any sense. So we could get stocks, so, we could get yeah. to current gen quadros uh, because we need more memory. That's the problem. So we can't go 2080 Ti. It's only got 11 gigs of memory. It's not enough because, and honestly, it's a bug um, with our 12K Blackmagic footage that we're trying to figure out if we can even freaking use. So RTX 3090 Oof. plus our Threadripper workstations seems to handle it. 
but I do wor- I do like like you said, I do worry about going current gen anything. So that's part of it. And then the other part of it is just Nvidia's support in the applications that we use is just not even close to the same realm that AMD occupies. So it would be yeah. really, really tough for us to go AMD for our actual workstations, even if I even if I would consider it for my personal rig. And you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe part of this is just habit, but man, it would take more than just being price competitive for me to consider walking away from NVIDIA for my personal rig. Because you gotta consider like how does yeah. how does uh you know customer trust work, right? Like I remember a time when graphics card driver crashes were a normal thing. I don't remember the last time I had one. And your experience might have been different. You know, maybe your power supply is not as good, or maybe there's some weird edge case compatibility issue with that game you love to play or or whatever the case may be. But my experience has been fantastic. And for me, it's really hard at my you know stage in life where i don't have as much time to tinker with things like i don't even yeah. overclock my personal rig because i just can't be arsed i don't need a little bit more performance per dollar i need something that just works so that if i sit down and i'm like i'm gonna play a game i play a game instead of playing tune the graphics card or reinstall the driver or whatever the case may be so it would be it would be really 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 hard Especially but, with a, with a lot of people doing work from home and their their personal computers are it's not just for 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 gaming or or doing whatever else they want to do on it personally, but it's also for work stuff that has to have a hundred percent uptime. Now it, AMD, it has to be like fantastic. AMD says they're they're making a commitment to you know driver it up, and you know that's great. But uh, you know it's if you can't keep it consistent from one board partner to another. Well, actually, yeah, you end up with an NVIDIA RTX 3080, don't you? Uh, we've got a chat from Ferno182 in the Floatplane chat here. My experience with the 5700 XT reference gigabyte has been very good so far, but I know there's a lot of people that had tons of driver issues. Totally. Meanwhile, AJ is like, yep, yeah, mine's been great on my HTPC. But like, AJ, you went and you put it in like a secondary machine. Would you put it in your in your daily driver, in your main rig? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. There's a couple more interesting features that we should talk about that make Radeon 6000 series unique. There's 128 megs of infinity cache that's on die that's over twice as fast as the GDDR6 and is apparently to help reduce memory bandwidth bottlenecks. And there's a set bonus. So this I like that. is interesting. Smart access memory provides the CPU with full access to all of the GPU's memory. That is, as long as you're running Ryzen 5000 series. And apparently, you're looking at a 6 to 10% speed up in games that benefit. Now, rumblings online suggest that this is an implementation of the resizable bar feature that Microsoft is pushing, meaning that future NVIDIA GPUs and Intel CPUs may support it, but it's only AMD for now. And what's really cool is that games don't necessarily need explicit support for it. That could be a very exciting advantage for AMD in order to entice people to buy an all red machine. It's cool. Communist it's a cool computer. feature. And I was <laughs> I was gonna say like there there's another thing that's gonna get people to buy AMD, which is which is anything but Intel Nvidia fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that just want to anyways. But there's the same thing on the other side. Like you were saying, you're used to Nvidia, so you might want to stick there anyways. Um, but yeah, there I I you said earlier 
that AMD has had an answer for all of NVIDIA's features. I don't think that's quite true, um, but they also have unique stuff like this. So that's cool. Not very yeah. much. I think no, this is pretty much it. That's but, a pretty yeah. big deal though. Like It is. It is to, super cool. Six to 10% extra performance is better than a kick in the teeth. That's what I always say. Um, and, <laughs> so a standard quote of mine. And they've got rage mode which is an automatic overclocking function that essentially just sets a higher power target. So it's not really overclocking and AMD claims only a one to 2% speed up. So pretty so much cool. it's just what you could do in like two seconds in afterburner on an NVIDIA card. It's worth- Someone needs to make a, a custom PC that's like fire themed. Um, and when, when rage mode activates, it like lights the flames up or something. We actually have uh, an engineer on staff at Creator Warehouse now that probably would have the capability to do something like that. That would be sick. That would be amazing. You guys should do it. That'd be cool. I don't want. I don't want to be responsible for someone's house burning down. Okay, let me get through this, and then I will tell you something that this person's working on that is actually started out really stupid and is turning into something that maybe is cool. Uh, so it's worth pointing out that NVIDIA's RTX 3070 launch was stretched out from the 27th to the 29th in what appeared to be an attempt to bury the Radeon announcement. However, the AMD hype seems to have prevailed. Uh, we don't know how NVIDIA is going to respond, but then again, I did... Hold on, let me just make sure this isn't embargoed. Burke. Not that Burke, different Burke. Yes. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I had an email glitch. If you want to check out any of this for your test bed. Nope, not that one embargoed information 10 30 embargo lift is oh wait 10 30 6 a.m pacific time yeah okay let me do October, yeah, yeah okay uh so nvidia has a uh, black ops uh, call of duty black ops cold war bundle with rtx 3080 and 3090 that's running now so that's one of the responses is giving away games you can always tell competitions heating up when free games start coming with graphics cards again remember when graphics cards came with like four or five games. free games or even. and yeah. like good ones yeah. like yeah. like you get like prince of persia and like some assassin's creed game and then like a couple little ones you hadn't heard of and like yeah cool i've got like games to play for the next couple of months it also used to be like a relatively major form of I, this was probably against terms of service but it used to be a relatively major form of rebate as people would try to flip the games oh yeah for sure and it was a thing people like, would try to flip anytime... the games people luke people would you, yeah, would you know the names of any of these people? None of them. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, um, I have a worse confession. Okay. Okay, when I was a sales rep, from time to time, I would have people come in and buy a system with SLI, and I'd be like, hey, you just got two copies of that game. You need both of them? More often than not, they'd be like, you know what? You've been very helpful. Here you go. Oh my god! I, I definitely, I definitely got some games that way. Did you flip them? Uh, no, I tried to be a good boy. So okay. no, I did not actually flip games. I did give them away to people, but I did not flip them. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Uh, I don't think I remember at this point. Sweet. Okay. I'm gonna talk about our project then. I have a problem. My feet sweat a lot. Like, that's why I wear sandals, okay? Because I, I, have, I have warm boy feet. And when I play badminton in particular, they sweat so much that the outside of my shoes, which are like this thick at the top, the outside is like wet to the touch. Not damp, wet to the touch. So my problem is that if I play even two days apart, my shoes will still be damp 
even with those little absorbent like ball things that you can put in them. And when you play badminton in damp shoes or run in damp shoes or whatever else, uh, your skin gets all soggy and makes it so that you can get blisters more easily or you can like rip off chunks of skin if you're particularly yeah. rambunctious. Yeah. Um, so I had a problem and I went to our new engineer who works for Creator Warehouse and I was like, I want you to make me a shoe dryer. So the concept... Okay, hold on a second. Now... Such a thing does exist for like ski boots. Okay, stop. Such a thing does exist for like ski boots, like a plug-in shoe dryer that sits in like your entryway at your ski lodge or whatever. So you can put your boots on it and it dries it out. And uh, but, but I don't actually need anything that hardcore because it's not like a giant plastic boot. It's just like normal running shoes. So I just need any kind of airflow is what I thought. So he did a proof of concept for me where he just put a little knock to a fan, just like sitting in a shoe. Not only did it dry out the shoe like many times faster, it actually dried out the entire gym bag way faster, wow. which I okay. thought was pretty cool. So I was like, okay, here's my, here's my sort of key performance indicators for this product. It needs to have good enough battery that I can work out three times a week and only charge it once a month. Um, it needs to be small enough to fit in my shoes. It needs to be affordable enough that I can like reasonably be expected to buy two of them, one for one for each of my shoes. And uh, and it needs to like, I don't know, kind of look cool. So I saw... You're going to try to sell this. I saw... Okay, just hold on. Hold, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I intended this as a product from the, from the get-go. So I saw a prototype today that is frankly amazing and get this it might end up being not totally stupid so what it is is it's two like tesla sized uh lithium ion cells so it's like pretty big pretty long you know it's thick it's a thick boy it's kind of heavy but that's what it takes to get a month of battery life out of something um so two big tesla sized cells it's got a little pcb that he designed and had printed for like a dollar somehow i don't know how he managed to do that but yeah some he knows a guy or something who does super cheap like prototype grade pcbs and then it's got a little knock to a fan at the end little like five volt knock to a fan and i was looking at it today and i was like this is like a ten thousand milliamp hour battery bank at this point why don't we just make it also a battery bank? And then Nick's standing there. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my God. Nick's standing there and he's like, yeah. And if we need the, if we need the fan to like blow air like around in it and circulate air, then we might as well just like make the fan a little bit more powerful. And it could also be just like a fan. So you could have a battery bank. Hold on. Shut up. Shut up. You could have a battery bank. That is also a fan. So if it's like a hot day, you just like hold it. So you got your USB plugged into the end as you're charging your phone in your pocket or whatever. You're like blowing blowing a fan on your face. Or 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 gaming from a gaming standpoint, okay? You put it up at the edge of your mouse pad, blow it over your gaming hand, okay? And if you're like, you know, going going uh, going ham on a jog on the yeah. weekend or whatever, yeah. and you know you're gonna go out, you know, the next day you wanna go for a jog again, you pop it in your shoe, boom. Eight hours later, your shoes dry, ready to go. Yeah, ready to so go. The, the the bit that you hold to have the fan blow nice air on you can heat up as well, so that it's an all season sports device. Well, it might just heat up anyway with those cells in there. No, actually, <laughs> probably not. So so anyway, what we could what we Polo says no one will buy this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So uh, what was I going to say? Right. 
what we're going to have as sort of like a byproduct of this product just being what it is, is the best cooled battery bank on the market. Those cells are going to run so frosty cool because they're going to be actively cooled. I'm like very excited. Holiday on right. Floatplane says, so you started with a reasonable idea and then went full Linus. Lol. <clears throat> you, you turned into like yes. full like back of the showroom floor product shelf thing. So yeah, I, I, uh, I was hoping that it would be, I was hoping it would be cheaper than what it will end up being. But my one month of battery life is sort of a, a tough one. Like most of the cost is just in the batteries, in the battery, excuse me, these cells. Um, are you, are you willing and or interested in selling like lower battery? Cause like, do you really need a month? Like I could plug my gym bag in every week. Um, I think. I think for me, I want a month as for Why? whether we could do like a, because I don't want to like charge that all the time. It's annoying. Like the whole point of it is that it's like, how much more that. is it going to cost? Well, way more, obviously <laughs> <laughs> like three times as much, three times as much. Oh God. I would definitely not pay three times as much. Yeah, no, I, that's, I mean, I'm cheap. Maybe I'm not who you should be talking to. You're very I'm cheap. definitely not who you should be talking yeah, to. Yeah, you're very cheap. Okay, but, so guys, yeah. okay, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Does Does anyone else want a shoe dryer? Okay. Can we straw pull this? I, I, I'm, I'm making it right now. Nice. I'm making it right now. Shoe oh, dryer. If you post it in, in on, on twitch or float plane i'll get it on the other one all right cool i'm throwing it on float plane float plane votes first here we go advanced the mail-in mail-in voting early voting access early access voting all right i got it in twitch now there you go ladies and gentlemen and uh let's go ahead and throw it in youtube chat youtube chat moves so fast i don't even stand a chance here you're, you're obviously not gonna oh my god i don't believe it at all i don't believe it in the slightest i'm getting trolled that I guarantee you that's what this is. Whoa, whoa, hold, hold. Speaking oh of people buying God. things from LTTstore.com, did you see Luke adjusting himself in his chair there real quick there, Styles? Oh, jeez. Did you oh, see what? that? Did you see that? Whoa. Oh, my. What is oh, that? Boy. What, what is, is that? This? Is that a new item? What? Oh. Hold on a second. Oh, Let me... Geez. Oh, shoot. I think I just... Oh, shoot. I think I just broke something. Oh, boy. Well, what did you do? <laughs> I'm breaking stuff. I'm breaking stuff. Don't worry about it. Hold on. But okay. All right, there we go. Let's go back to the where dang it. Where's the right one? Here it is. Oh, yeah. Typists and gamers pick your flavor. We've got four different colors. We got blue. We got brown. We got red. We got black. The black is sick. Nice and stealthy. That's actually pretty cool. The black is absolutely sick. That was is, at the bottom of the stack. I didn't even look at it because I was like, I gotta wear the blue one. I yeah, just have to. You don't have to. You don't have to rep your your preference. Um, it's just it just doesn't hurt. Shoot, I, I would personally go with either game. repping your preference or black, because the black one's cool. Uh, oh no, what am I doing? Oh no, I moved my. Oh, where is it? I can't find it. Is this it? Oh Still no! Breaking everything. Yeah, I broke. I broke everything. Can you control Z changes that you've made to a scene in OBS? I don't think so. Oh, what is this one? Oh yeah, there's your problem. Okay, so that'll go there. Ah, uh, hopefully I kind of lined it up with the other thing, and then that'll go. No, stop! <laughs> this is horrible. 
This is horrible. I hate it. There we can't go. Can't even help because I have no idea what's happening. Put my thing here. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. it. Just means when I switch to our sponsors, it's gonna do that annoying, stupid thing. I just fixed it today after like weeks of not caring. All right. How about that? Oh wow, that's not too bad. Oh. That's a different thing. All right, cool. So guys, you want to go check that out. By the way, in unrelated news, the foil keyboard shirts, there were three that were a little bit different. We've only been contacted by two of the recipients. So you guys got to make sure that you contact support if your foil keyboard shirt looks a little, a little weird or a little different. All right. I wonder, it's very possible that someone bought one of those shirts as a Christmas gift. Oh, that does seem possible. Or a holiday present. Hmm. Okay, well, there's nothing I can really do about that. Oops, there we go. All right, anyway, here's the uh, here's the keyboard shirt if you guys didn't see it before. I think Luke was probably holding it up, but I had screen cap going. So there's the black one, there's the red one. Look at this guy. There's the blue one and the brown one. The black one actually has a little bit of shine in it. So we put some like uh, some sparkle kind of dye in it. So it's not just black. Uh, the other ones are more just pure colors. And we tried to get them as close to the stem color as we could. Luke, this is probably a stupid question, but do you happen to have a Cherry MX Blue keyboard handy? Yes. Luke looks down. Luke looks down somewhere else. How many Cherry MX Blue keyboards do you have handy, Luke Lafreniere? Uh, three. <laughs> three. What a nerd. Oh, that's why I love that guy. That's why I love that guy. Uh, yes, G Holiday, it is red. It's very red in person. There we go, Cherry MX Blue. So can we see the color compared to the shirt? Hey, close enough. Looks good to me. All right. These are they're they're shrouded in in black, like it's. Oh yeah, the no, color no, is actually it looks close. Pretty, the color is pretty close. Yeah, yeah, it's close enough. That was that was what we were going for. It's not like perfect, but it's close enough. We have some Rocket Lake details, though. Uh, so this was posted by random person 1234 on the forum. Intel's been pretty quiet since AMD announced the Ryzen 5000 series, dropping hints here and there that Rocket Lake is coming. Well, now we've got details. The new 11th gen core CPUs, codenamed Rocket Lake, will run in a new 500 series chipset and are using what Intel is calling Cypress Cove cores, which is essentially Ice Lake, or Sunny Cove, backported to 14 nanometer. Uh, not necessarily the, the greatest or most exciting time for them to have a processor launch. No specific models were announced, but Intel's famous up to marketing points to eight cores and 16 threads at the top of the line. Dr. Ian Cutra says this is a balancing act for the inclusion of AVX 512 as part of the Ice Lake architecture that it's based on. So yes, AVX 512 is one of those things that for most consumers is not going to be particularly meaningful, but it's going to cost you two processing cores if you want to go Rocket Lake instead of the current Comet Lake S lineup. New features include a memory controller capable of DDR4-3200 natively, PCI Express Gen 4, four more CPU PCI Express lanes for a total of 20, which is on par with Ryzen, a new UHD graphics core based on Tiger Lake XE, new media encoding engine support, up to 4K60 12-bit 444H265, dang, and up to 4K60 10-bit 420AV1, and up to three 4K60 displays. So that's pretty cool via DisplayPort 1.4, HDMI 2.0B. Oh, no, dis no HDMI 2.1, hey? That's kind of a bummer. Or DisplayPort HBR3, which can support 8K60. Ooh, 
It also has Intel Deep Learning Boost. Intel is claiming a double-digit improvement in IPC gen over gen and is focusing on clock speeds in its early marketing for 11th gen. One of my one of my, the most interesting things about this to me, yeah, is just that like we we had this news and people have been eating up processor news, like mad for a long time now. Even though like there hasn't been a lot of experiences that are going to really fully utilize them, people have been really excited about processor news. This drops at a similar time to the big Navi announcement, and just basically no one noticed. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got to say about that. That's that's pretty much that. All right, fair enough. We can go back to our straw poll results, though, now. The audience is divided. These are divisive times. 48% say yes. Yes to what? What's the question? Shoe dryer. (laughs) What's that mean? It means shoe dryer. I believe like, this is a, a brand new market segment that's being totally underserved right now. Oh my god! The, the market for people who sweat a lot in their shoes and need to dry them out. Because I ended up having to go buy a second pair of shoes so that I could alternate them if I'm playing too often. So Otherwise, I have, I have a question. I have a question. No, no, I'm not done Was yet. Was the second pair of shoes done. cheaper than the shoe dryer? Uh, no, no. My shoes are pretty expensive. I spend more on like badminton shoes for sure than like actual shoes that I wear. Um, I also go through them a lot faster. So no, no, not necessarily. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. I ended up owning two pairs of shoes because my previous solution was to put them behind my server actually to dry them and then put them back in my bag. And then (laughs) I forgot them once and I got to play, which is a 45 minute drive for me. I arrived and I was like, oh my God oh my God, I don't have badminton shoes and they won't let you on the court without non-marking shoes. So either I could drive an hour and a half to go get shoes and completely miss my session or I could just buy shoes while I was there. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this isn't that bad. I'll just have two pairs of shoes and then I'll just have one in my bag and one drying. It's part of the reason why pro shops like exist is to grab that type of customer. 100%. They got me for like 120 bucks because I forgot my shoes. So it's pretty brutal. Um, yes, that server room did not smell great when I was using it as a shoe dryer. Although, on the subject of shoes not smelling good, if you dry your shoes quickly, there's less opportunity for bacteria growth. And the same can be said for your bag. Just having a little bit of airflow actually helps a ton. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could increase the lifespan. Apparently, you can get the product. nerve to your sweat glands cut to stop sweating there forever. Wow. Science has officially gone too far. No, like sweating's a good thing. Hilarious. You like you like want to sweat. People that have that thing, I don't remember what it is, it makes so they can't sweat. That's like that's like a problem. Huh. It like might be gross and stuff, but it crazy town. All right. Speaking of crazy town, why don't we talk about our sponsors for the WAN show today? The Wen Show is brought to you by Vessi Footwear. Actually, let's do these in order. Hey, Vessi Footwear. Thanks, Vessi, for sponsoring today's Wan Show. Vessi Footwear is known for making comfortable shoes that are light and, most importantly, water-resistant. 
You can walk in almost any train while keeping your feet dry. They just announced their new weekend shoe. They have a look that fits almost all occasions, and you can get $25 off each pair with offer code WANSHOW. And in the event that you stepped in such a deep puddle that the water went up over the sides of your Vessi shoes and poured into them, you could even, they are 100% compatible with the upcoming LTTstore.com shoe dryer. <laughs> Check them out at Vessi.com slash WANSHOW. That was great. <laughs> the show is also brought to you by Honey, the free shopping tool that finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online at sites like Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. Those of you who have downloaded Honey at our link have saved over a hundred grand. That's right, a hundred grand in the past few months. And Honey doesn't cost anything. They get a small commission from the sites where you shop. So it's all about that commission for them, not your data. It's free to use, installs in just two clicks, and you can get it now at joinhoney.com slash Linus. For our next sponsor, I have a video that I'm supposed to play, apparently. Yes. This is becoming mm-hmm. a popular new way for, oh, 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 no, I've got the wrong thing here. Okay, here we go. Hey, there it is. Autonomous is the industry-leading producer of premium-built office chairs and standing desks. Their Smart Desk 4 is the first-ever standing desk with an anti-collision feature that is user-adjustable. That's right. You will not collide with your colleagues anymore. It also syncs with an app, which not only lets you control the desk wirelessly, but allows you to schedule your sit-stand and exercise sessions that fit your work routine perfectly. You can also learn your work habits with the app's analytics. It's the number one productivity hack for anyone working from home. And pre-orders for the Smart Desk 4 will open on November 4th, with one of our lucky viewers getting a chance to win one right now. Just go oh to the link in the video description. Uh, the fastest to tell us in the... Oh, wait. Apparently... Wait, what? Oh, okay. Uh, who is admitting this? Apparently, the fastest to tell us in the live chat what the two new Smart Desk 4 Which features are chat? wins a Smart Desk 4. Uh, this is a bad system for this. Um... How the hell were we going to administrate this? I would assume it would... Uh, uh, you know what? We'll figure what, what out the giveaway. Chat? No, we'll, forget it. The giveaway's off. We'll do the giveaway next week. <laughs> we'll do the okay. giveaway next week. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> it's off. It's off. We'll do it next week. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, why that don't we was, go... That was quite the, the YOLO just yeah. thrown in at the end of the notes. <laughs> Did not think that one through. All right. Apple's been sued. Is privacy anti-competitive? Original article here is from MacRumors.com. In 2021, iOS 14 will require apps to get opt-in permission from users to collect their random advertising identifier, which advertisers use to deliver personalized ads and track how effective their campaigns were. Ahead of this change, advertising companies and publishers have filed a complaint against Apple with France's competition authority, arguing that the enhanced privacy measures would be anti-competitive. The complaint alleges that the wording of Apple's permission prompt will lead most users to decline tracking of their device's advertising identifier, which could result in lost revenue. Lost revenue for advertisers. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. In August, Facebook warned advertisers that the prompt could lead to a more than 50% drop in audience network publisher revenue. Yeah, get wrecked, Facebook. In a statement... Apple reiterated its belief that privacy is a fundamental right, adding that if people don't bring their phones to an Apple store, they shouldn't really be allowed to fix them anyway, should they? Sorry, no, that's not what they said. Have you seen all the stuff with the new iPhone 12? 
I've seen some of it. Yeah, it's still rumored, but it looks like um, actually I think displays are confirmed that they are tied to the SOC. And then I think it's rumored that camera modules in the 12 might be tied to the SOC as well, which is like totally arbitrary and unnecessary. Anyway, uh, no, in a statement, Apple reiterated its belief that privacy is a fundamental right, adding that a user's data belongs to them and they should get to decide whether to share their data and with whom. Apple said its own data collection doesn't count as tracking because it doesn't share the data with other companies. Um, <laughs> okay. See, if Apple just didn't collect this data, then they would have a stronger leg to stand on. So they say only yes. we can benefit from your data. I also like, like as, as much as, and like, you know what? Sometimes even when they find a way to make a personal gain, you can applaud companies uh, attempts to to do things for the people because you might as well and if they can find some way to make it benefit themselves then then that's great but this very very much just seems like an attack on google apple's position here says conan kudo over in the float plane chat doesn't really square with them building their own search engine and ad network <laughs> yeah they're just fighting google yeah, cool. Oh, and apparently that uh, is confirmed. The display and camera. Wait, no, I don't think the camera one is confirmed. Okay, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth here, so I'm just not going to say anything. If I'm going to put my foot somewhere, it's going to be in a dry shoe. <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, Apple said that the prompt will be displayed on an app by app basis, and Apple That's already delayed the introduction of the prompt until early 2021 to provide developers with more time to make the necessary changes. Now, See, I would, I would, I would like this slightly different in a way that would piss the other people that aren't Apple off even more, um, and that would be to to just have one like sure, okay, by default it could be app by app basis, but I'd love to just have one override that's just like, yep, just don't share it ever, screw them. That would be general nice. ads. I don't want targeted ads. You're still gonna get ads. Just, just to be clear. Uh, oops, my bad. Sorry, Angry Panda PC. I fixed it. Uh, camera is apparently confirmed. Okay, there you go. So that's terrible news. Uh, so much for right to repair. See you later. Uh, what about right to not sign into Facebook on the Oculus Quest 2? Turns out it was jailbroken already. A VR Heck researcher yeah. claims to have discovered a successful Oculus Quest 2 jailbreak, giving root access to the device. How long has this thing been out? Like two weeks? Face not long, but the... Uh... Okay, sorry, keep going. No, no, I, I, I want to hear your part of the story because it's exciting. It's the best part. Almost immediately on Twitter, Palmer Lucky and others um, offered jailbreaking bounties for people that would jailbreak this device. Um, it, it looks like uh, WebXR developer Robert Long offered a $5,000 reward um, for jailbreaking the Quest 2, a bounty that Oculus Rift inventor Palmer Lucky claimed he would match. Okay, so I guess it was Robert Long first. Um, I, I even thought about jumping in, but I wasn't going to jump in that high. And the amount that I was willing to jump in at was was pathetic. So I just decided to not bother. Five bucks. Yeah. If there was some like GoFundMe and that would have like gone towards it, I would have I would have chipped in something. Just be just as a like screw you guys. Like I don't even want an Oculus Quest two, and I'm not going to get one. Um, but it, yeah, it, I, I, I've I tried love it. That happened. It's very compelling. It's like very compelling. I mean, you already have an index, I have so an it's index. like it's yeah. irrelevant for you, I guess. That's, but yeah, it's very compelling. It's like, whew. like if you have a Facebook account anyway, and you don't like give a hoot. Uh, oh yeah, in the interest of FTC disclosure guidelines, our Oculus Quest Two video that's coming is sponsored. 
Um, so I need to make sure you guys know that, but this is, this is just not part of our agreement with them. So this isn't just me talking off the cuff and there's the odds are exactly zero that anyone working on that deal from the agency or whatever is looking at this. So I don't even care. It's very compelling. I've also heard it's a that great like, value. um, well, well I, I I'm, I'm here and I'm for pooping on Facebook all day, every day, but I have heard that while there are reports of people getting banned for no reason yep. and, and like there's that guy that had like literally never posted anything or done anything on his Facebook account ever and he got banned and all this other jazz. I've heard it's relatively few and far between. Um, and it's not like actually a problem that that a, a, a very noticeable amount of consumers are having. I don't know how true that is. I'm sure people on like the Oculus subreddit and stuff would like to step in there more. I haven't been paying too much attention to it because like you said, I have an index, um, so I don't I don't really care that much. But I just think it's absolutely amazing uh, that people came together to support someone jailbreaking this, and I think it's absolutely amazing that it happened. Uh, it's just so fantastic. quickly. I love it. Yeah. To be clear, uh, I'm still not recommending that you run out and jailbreak your device. We have no idea what this means for the long term of like software updates and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But the fact that it's possible. I mean, the thing is so cheap that at least there's like relatively little risk. I mean, it's still $300. Don't get me wrong. It's it's an expensive toy. But compared yes. to like previous VR headsets of this grade, like the lenses are great. Oculus has always had better lenses than anyone else. And it's still got it. The pixel density is a step up from last gen, like a noticeable step up from last gen. The fact that you can flip between wireless, like standalone mode, and then wired with a USB-C cable so seamlessly and quickly is really cool. Um, 72 hertz, real bummer, but it's a 90 hertz display and apparently 90 hertz will be unlocked officially moving forward at some point. Uh, and it, it's already been hacked as well, so. <laughs> Fantastic. Someone, someone in the Gondomar in the in the Flowplane chat mentioned the fact that it's happening at all is bad, and what he means by that is like the weird random bans from Facebook not being able to use your VR device and all this other For kind sure. of stuff. Oh, I strongly agree. Don't For get sure. me wrong. For I'm sure. just saying it, it. Most users aren't experiencing that. And weird, I, I, weird random vac bans are bad too. Yep. Yeah, like that's bad, but it's also just not unique to Facebook or the Oculus Quest too. It's true. And it should have never happened. And Facebook should have had their, their yep. grubby fingers not in there at any point in time. But it it's it's a thing where we live in this world now. Um, speaking of worlds we live in, pff, Retina, 10,000 pixel per inch display developed. This was uh, from the Stanford News Brief. One of the biggest problems with VR Crazy. is the screen door effect or the gaps between pixels that you noticed when looking at a display that's so close to your eyes. Well, it may soon be a thing of the past. Samsung and Stanford have made a 10,000 pixel per inch display that could lead to flawless VR, assuming we had the graphics horsepower to drive the friggin' thing. The new yeah. OLED tech uses films to emit white light between reflective layers. One silver and another made of reflective metal with nano-sized corrugations. Nano-corrugations! This optical <laughs> metasurface... Man, these words are so great. Changes the reflective properties and allows specific colors to resonate through pixels. The design allows for much higher pixel densities than you see in RGB OLEDs on phones, but doesn't hurt brightness to the degree that you see with white OLEDs and TVs. Would well, that be easier to push as well? Like if they're if they're just reflecting things, are you are you pushing? No, them? they're still pixels. In okay. addition to having a record-setting pixel density, the new Metaphotonic OLED 
would be brighter with better color accuracy than existing ones and easier and more cost effective to produce. This sounds like it sounds like carbon nanotubes at this point. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. better and cheaper and easier. You're going to love it. Once we can make uh, uh, more than one of them. Samsung is apparently already working on a full-size display using this 10,000 pixel per inch tech, and the design of the corrugations makes large-scale manufacturing viable. Wow. So this may just be a question of when and where rather than if. That's, that's awesome. Pretty, that's pretty exciting. Speaking um, of when and where, you should check out that next link. Uh, the Verge. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw this. So, Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, um, Amazon's brand new Razer phones have a fingerprint warning. We apologize if you say fingerprints on your device. Uh, Amazon apparently was unboxing phones and folding them for customers to reduce the odds of them being, uh, of them arriving with shipping damage. They said, end quote, we apologize if you see fingerprints on your device. Wait, oh no, hold on a second. Motorola now tells The Verge that it's the one doing the folding. Motorola is packaging the new oh. Razer in its closed form at the factory level. Once the device leaves our facilities, it is not reopened. Motorola places strict requirements on handling with gloves and sanitation procedures along with shipping protocols. We'll continue to closely monitor. Wait, what? That doesn't add up. Yeah, that's actually the next line of the article here. That's, there's something doesn't add up. If they're being packaged at the factory level by people with gloves, why would we be warned about fingerprints? Okay. Uh, there's a specific incident that caused the shift. Okay, well, either way... Yeah, if you're buying a Motorola Razr, you're doing it wrong anyway. So most of you people watching this are probably more savvy than that and didn't buy a Motorola Razr. So it should be fine. The nostalgia of your old school Razr from the like early mid 2000s is not worth it. Yeah, all. to buy a Lenovo phone that has a yeah. mediocre camera. Like I don't really, I don't yeah. really understand. If you absolutely must have a folding candy bar phone, then just get a Z Flip. Yep. If you must have one, why you must have one? I can't fathom it, but if you must. Um, oh, this is weird. Super chat seemed to be broken. That is super unfortunate. I can only see the ones from 657 and on. Don't resend them though, guys. Uh, I, I do see Haze Buster. Much love from Germany. Thank you for that. Um, and Blixa says, I know this won't be read till later, but just wanted to mention that even with a VAC ban, you can still use your index. Hey, that is true. That is true. But you could also, depending on your Steam account, be out much more than the cost of an index. So Luke's and my point was just that random bans for no reason are bad, no matter who does it. Yes. That was yeah. that was what we were getting at there. Yeah. All right. I think that's pretty much it for the big news this week. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on, Luke? I don't think so. I wanted to bring up that that folding phone thing just because I thought it was funny. Uh, I think people should go subscribe to Floatplane so they get to see Secret Shopper on time. Yes. Secret yeah. Shopper is going to be early access on Floatplane.com, and it is a doozy. It is a doozy this time around. Spoiler alert, it's a doozy. That's not really a spoiler, but it's definitely... I'm actually pretty excited. I really, really enjoyed the last one. I, I thought it was awesome. Um that was that was genuinely fantastic content, and I've been wanting a follow up because it's been long enough that like very significant changes could have happened. So, yeah. heck yeah! All right, I will. Uh, oh yeah, I should go through a few uh, super chats here. Uh, Cameron Ogletree says Linus fixed the lower third. Oh yeah, I fixed that. Eric says check out Cedar Show Trees if you want to really extend the life of your shoes. Cedar Show Trees. 
Cedar Show Trees. What are you talking about? Cedar Shoe Trees. Shoe Trees. Did I just read that wrong? No, you typed that wrong. Cedar Shoe Trees. Got it. Okay. Something, something. Um, yeah, I mean, for so you me... Found your, the, here's your competitive analysis, Linus. Yeah, I, I really don't need a cedar shoe tree because the main... What wears out my shoes is that my feet, like, wear through the uh, the bottoms of them and the top layer, like, rips off just from the force of, like, like, uh, like lunging on the gym floor or, like, moving side to side. It just, they just lunges get while your feet are sweaty. Like I know, I know you mentioned this, but like the it, it can screw your feet up like really fast. Yeah, and your shoes. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, did you know that the Gateway brand has come back? Says Nijol. Did you know that I don't care? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about that quite a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so brutal, Gateway. Uh, William says, yo, Linus, we all saw the mouse pad samples you got. It's been a while now. What's going on with them? They're coming. We have placed our bulk order. They are 100% coming. Uh, yeah, all I know is Bitwit got to market before you guys did. Yes. Kyle messaged me. He's like, hey, noticed you guys don't have any mouse pads. Thought I'd send you a couple mouse pads. What's your address? Oh, right. Go, go f*** yourself, Kyle. Um, <laughs> C. Hobbs says, can you say uh, hey to my wife, Jen? Yes, I can. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Thank you guys very much for tuning into the WAN show. We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bat channel. Bye. Apparently mouse pads are going on a ship tomorrow. There you go. That's from the one and only Nick Light. Oh, oh no. There we go. What did I do? What the heck? You know we're still rolling, right? The bird. Oh, the bird. I thought you were talking to me. Yeah, Linus, you were nuts. No, this guy just decided he wanted maximum attention, like halfway through. You know what else is crazy? Rancho gets like 25,000 live viewers. It was kind of nuts. It's like the least efficient way to get your tech news. Yeah. It literally airs at the same time as the most efficient way to get your tech news. I Tech linked. I watched slash listened to the weirdest WAN show review recently. What? What do you want? Um, where the guy was talking about how he only watches WAN show for tech news. And it's one of the, WAN show is one of the only things on YouTube that he, like, if it's there, he will definitely click on it. He will potentially like middle click it into a different window or, or click on it and watch it right away. Like it'll be one of the two guaranteed every time because he finds it's like the the best source of tech news and like he gets everything and like we have good analysis and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're off topic like almost constantly. All of our news is old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I appreciate it, but yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. And we are off YouTube and...